Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessing, folks. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We've got some serious stuff to look at right here. We're sort of excited about it, okay? So let's check it out. Uh, remember, we're in First Peter, the first chapter. Remember what we've seen the last couple episodes. And so here's the questions we must ask ourselves. Because Peter told us to prepare your mind for action. Okay, we have action. There's things that we're supposed to do, and we're required to do something. We're required to prepare our mind. We're required to keep sober in spirit and to fix our hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Notice, it's yet to be brought. Yes, I was saved at a point in time in the past. I'm being saved right now at the moment, but my salvation is yet to be brought to me. That grace is yet to come. And so therefore, as obedient children, those that are walking as we should be, those that are abiding in the Lord, we're not to be conformed anymore to those former lusts, to the ignorant way that we walked in the past, but we're to be like the Holy One. I cannot reiterate that enough. Like the Holy One who called us to be holy in our behavior because God says, be ye holy as I am holy. So we saw in the last episode that if we call him Father, the one who impartially judges, that we need to conduct ourselves in fear during the time that we're alive here on earth and not be distracted by things. Realize that we're not redeemed by these perishable things. We're not redeemed by gold or silver or anything like that, but we're redeemed with the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, blood as a lamb unblemished and spotless. Now listen to the next verse. Verse 20, 1 Peter 1. For he, and that's a capital H, okay? And yes, capitalization is a form of commentary. You have to watch it within Bibles. For he, and it's speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what he was saying. We've been redeemed by the precious blood of the Lamb. For he was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but has appeared in these last times for the sake of you, verse 21, who through him are believers in God who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. I tell you what, this, this, this one sentence right here covering two verses has some powerful, powerful, loaded truths in it. Okay, loaded truths in it. Let me just deal with a big picture kind of thing. Which sometimes when you're talking about it, you nearly feel heretical when you're saying it, but we really shouldn't. It's just that sometimes we get a little too skewed in emphasis, okay? Uh, and here's what it is. We are to worship the Most High God, God the Father. Yes, absolutely. We're to worship the Lord Jesus Christ. We're to worship the Spirit. Sometimes people get real nervous about that Spirit thing because they'll say, well, the Spirit says He'll draw no attention to Himself, <laughs> you know, so therefore we should not give attention. No, 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 no. But look what He says. This happened what the Lord Jesus did for us was so that our faith and our hope are in God the Father. We forget that the Lord sacrificed himself, that he literally shed his blood for us to where we would be saved and in right relationship with God the Father. Okay, God the Father. And all too often in the sermons we hear and the teachings we hear and the lessons and in the music we sing and things like that, if you didn't know any better, you would think that the whole purpose and all the attention was about Jesus Christ, the Lord, the Son himself. 
But when you look at the word, you see the son was given all glory to God. Do we give glory to Jesus? Absolutely. But let us not forget to give glory to Father himself, the most high God. Now, let's back up the beginning of verse 20 because you see a profound truth here. It says, he, Jesus, was foreknown before the foundation of the world. And boy, you talk about some skewed theology and doctrine that have risen from this verse as well as other ones. People will come along and say that uh, Jesus <coughs> was created. No, he was not created. This is part of that wondrous mystery that we see of the Godhead, of the Godhead, Father, Son, and Spirit, all together as one, all self-existing before there was time, before the foundation of the world. Jesus was not created. Aided, okay, and boy, you'll you'll see that with some things, and some people will say some things about that. Uh, cults will pick that up, yeah. But even in uh, uh, what I would call true believers, uh, they get confused about that sometimes. No, he wasn't a created being. He was foreknown before the foundations of the world. What's being addressed here is that God, Father, Son, and Spirit knew what they were going to do and knew what happened before they spoke anything to existence. And this gets into some stuff I don't want to get into right now, but it has to do with the wonder and the glory of who God is. So Jesus was foreknown before the foundation of the world. God knew what he was going to do before he spoke anything into creation, before he spoke anything into existence. He knew every possible permutation of his creation, and he knew what would happen. And he knew what would happen within that wondrous uh, thing that he did with the sovereignty of God and the responsibility of man. That God is sovereign over all things. He knows all things. But he also gave man responsibility. And he knew and he knows exactly what could have happened and what will happen. So hang on to this. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world but has appeared in these last times for the sake of you. So let's talk about how Jesus appeared, uh, what Philippians tells us, that he took on his own creation. He took on the body of flesh and stepped into time. This is a great little phrase. He appeared in these last times. I'm often asked, are we in the last days? And I can boldly say, oh, yeah, we're in the last days. There's no doubt. Well, how do I know that? Because of this verse right here that from the, shows us that from the time that Jesus appeared, he, Peter describes it as the last times. The first uh, chapter of Hebrews, first couple of verses, you see that when Jesus took on the form of flesh, that is called the last days. Now, there's different last days and there's last times, okay? The context tells us, but we can boldly say, oh, yeah, we're in the last days. I think we're in the last moments of the last days because of what some other verses say, okay? But Jesus was foreknown before the foundation of the world. What would happen? He's appeared in these last times for our sake, who through him, through Jesus Christ, are believers in God. See, it's through Jesus that we're believers in God. It's through Jesus that we are reconciled to God and we have the right relationship with God and that we can worship God. The balance of the verse says this, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory. We are believers in God the Father who literally raised Jesus from the dead, who gave Jesus glory so that your faith and your hope are in God. And you say, wait, our faith and our hope are not in Jesus? Well, sure, our faith and our hope are in Jesus, because we just saw a few verses before that our faith, our hope is uh, in his return, in his coming again, right? 
but our faith and our hope are in God because of what he has done and what he continues to do through the Lord Jesus Christ. So, I mean, it's just amazing stuff, is it not? Let me back up, and I just want to read these two verses again. For, F-O-R, that word literally means in light of what he's just covered in the first 19 verses. For he was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but has appeared in these last times for the sake of you, who through him are believers in God, who raised him from the dead, gave him glory, so that your faith and your hope are in God. Let me really encourage you to go back and read these two verses. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 20 and 21. Read them over and over. Take it slowly. Speak it out loud. Lay it before the Lord and watch what he teaches you. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.